I'm Ben Clunt. And I'm Stephen Brown. We're two entrepreneurial professionals based in Spokane, Washington. Join us on our journey to make 2019 the most prosperous of our lives. We'll bear all as we strive to improve all aspects of our business and our health and fitness, as well as our relationships personally and professionally. We aim to offer impactful insight into our business and personal lives. We'll share the good, the bad, and the ugly throughout our journey. With the ultimate goal of our business and fitness being in the best shape of our lives at the close of 2019. You are listening to the Ordinary to Extraordinary Podcast. Welcome to Ordinary to Extraordinary, a podcast I was with born, Ben and Stephen. I was born ready, Benny. I was born ready, Benny. <laughs> Stephen. <laughs> We're uh, full of piss and vinegar today. Why piss and vinegar? Well, you've what, told me to f off twice and told me you don't care what I care what you don't care what I think. And you can't speak right now, so that's yeah. It's because of the book I'm reading. <laughs> I'm gonna take a drink. I'm gonna take a drink of water. And I'm going to tell a funny story. And you're going to tell a funny story? Oh, you tell a funny story. Okay. I'm not going to say which coffee shop. I don't want to shame anybody. Was it one of the booby ones? This is, no, 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 not oh. at all. This is going to probably shame me more than anything, but I think it's hilarious and I want an objective opinion. Oh, I like that. So do you want my objective opinion? Yours and anybody that's willing to give an objective. Ooh, I an like objective. it. Why can't I speak? I can't <laughs> poke properly. <laughs> Are you having a stroke? You okay, dude? I mean, it's hot in here. I get it, but As I'm you're sweating. already sweating. We've only been in here five Weekend. minutes. I've got shorts on and everything. Anyway, so my funny coffee story. This might be a quick accountability update. The uh, the girl that served me this morning, I thought I knew her name and I Sit used down, it. drive through. No, it's walk in. Okay. So I thought I knew her name and I used it. And she's like, oh, I'm not going to say her name because you'll probably figure it out. She's like, I'm not. She says, Jane. I am. And I went, oh, I'm sorry. And she went, but we always get mixed up and then she calls her over and they look very similar okay untrained eye anyway so i thought it was hilarious now bear in mind they're both as white as i am if you've never met me or seen a picture i am so white that i sweat bleach um, i'm pretty sure your accent would give that away start or... off pe- they're scottish black people come on really? or brown or whatever anyway <laughs> i look at these two girls and i thought it was funny i go you white people all look the same Oh, gosh. And they both looked at me like I had slapped their grandmother. So <laughs> finished the laugh. transaction, went and sat down, and I <laughs> swear to God, they were scowling at me the whole time I sat there drinking my coffee and doing work. But either way, I cracked myself up. Is that not funny? I think it's kind of funny. But I also <laughs> think a lot of inappropriate things are funny. <laughs> yeah. That's they funny. Did, I also think they're just a little more sensitive. They're probably younger gals. Yeah, they did yeah. not appreciate my That's not politically correct. Humor at it's like all. your best Jim Gaffigan voice. Yeah. You can't say that. Like again, I'm as white as they are, they're as white as yeah. I am. And there you was would like think that it's just, it's just a joke. Anyway, just a joke. I just I, you don't know what you can joke about anymore. Actually no, there's a who was it that said you can joke about it's Ricky Gervais. He's like, You can joke about whatever the hell you want. If people want to be offended by it, let them. It's like that book I'm reading. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little later. I hope that's in your notes to talk about. It's actually not, but good. I can add it. Well, 
well. You, you say good that it's not in my notes. No, I meant good that we were going to talk about it, that you're going to add it. Anyway, that was my funny story from this morning. So I'm, I'm intrigued if that's offensive or inappropriate. I thought it was hilarious. Still think it's hilarious. I and think it's funny. Given the choice again, I would do it again. Well, you just think it's funny because you're white. Yeah. So what you got, Ben? Let's talk. Let's talk. What do you want to talk about? Now let's start accountability. Well, I, I figured the last couple, we'll, we'll get right into it, actually. The last couple of accountability chats, we've kind of touched on your relationships. What relationships? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so I figured kick us off with a 30-second update, and then we'll get past it and move on and get to the meat of it. How about no? How about there's just no? Oh, nothing? That's your update? No, there is, but I don't know that I want to... I t- no, how are you feeling? You can't just leave people hanging. You've been, like, <laughs> vulnerable the last couple, and now all of a sudden you're going to be... Nope. No, 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 no. I thought you meant... Oh, I don't not want to share, Like, but how I, are you feeling now? You seem to be doing better. Like, I feel like you're doing better. I'm all right. A few people have told me my glow's back that i am got a pep yeah. in my step again. I'm still kind of messed up, but more so internally than outwardly. Well, it takes time. Um, Case in point, last week, I think I told you this already, girl that I crushed on hard a couple of years ago, wasn't interested in the slightest, finally taking notice, and must be looking good or something. It's not something. Hung out, beat her ass at cribbage. For the record, <laughs> if anybody wants to play cribbage, actually anything, I don't ever let anybody win at anything. I'm very competitive. But there's nothing. Like, I'm not interested. She's intelligent, good looking, and I'm just at that stage where I'm like, nope, not going there. That's good, though. You're finding your own identity, strengthening that, and then going to go from there. And then, um, yeah, just people coming out of the woodwork, people showing interest, and it's just kind of, nah. But feeling a little better, moving moving forward, things are going well. But I will say this, and I'm on the clock for this. So I think I've introduced you to Britt at the gym, my friend Britt. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, I met her because she did a... She's friends with a group of my friends, and they all used to train in the morning. They were part of the morning crew, and they've all abandoned me. Now Is this going to be one of those if, like, by forty-five, you're not married? No, 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 you're no, 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 no. Okay, um, you're on the clock. Yeah, she, she's a cat. She's married, actually. So oh, like I yeah, said, she's my buddy. Um, so the guy with the glasses. Yeah, that yeah, one. Okay, I do remember. Yeah, um, nice gal. So we were talking at the gym, and you know, I talked about the whole approach thing. So we got to talking about it. And she's like, yeah, she's like, I want you to introduce me to some of the guys, you know, because I'm trying to set my best friend up. So I was like, okay. So then I pointed at a girl and I went, who's that? <laughs> who's that? <laughs> I want to know her. And she yeah. leaned around and she's like, her ass is spectacular. I was like, yeah, it is. So <laughs> talking with a girl in the gym about this, I was like, I you're, you're never. You're going to hell. So no. no, this is funny. I have never had the courage to go and talk to this girl like she'll walk by me and i lose the ability to speak okay like stunning so way way probably way out my league not seeing that in a yeah and a just you know from a pure aesthetic she would physical. definitely be the one settling if we ever got it yeah i would be the reacher she would be the settler <laughs> there's a how i met your mother episode yeah oh i know this. you um, don't think i've heard that before so- <laughs> dude <laughs> oh yeah you're the reacher yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't think I've heard that one before? I wasn't yeah, going there yeah. till you said it. We might have shirts off by the end of this because this, is this room is hot. I'm um, like freaking sweating through my dress shirt and undershirt. 
anyway, it's a slash and swallows all up in here. So she's like, well, I've been meaning to talk to her because that's she's she does finish. So she's like, that's the physique I want. I got to talk to her anyway. She's like, I'll talk to her. Maybe once you talk to her, you can let her know that I'm safe, no stranger danger, any of that. I was joking. <laughs> So then she's away out of town for two weeks. I guess she's on the East Coast and her and her mum are driving back Your over Your friend. Here. Yeah. And then the day she was leaving, so I love a challenge. <laughs> I will rarely back down from a challenge. You know Marty McFly? Yeah. Back to the future. Actually, yeah. When anybody calls Good him chicken, he's just like, so I'm like that, kind of. Like, don't dare me to do something because I'll be like, hold my beer. Hold, hold my beer. Um, America. So she, the last thing we talked before she left, she's like, you have to talk to her by the time I get back. So I'm on the clock for 10 days. And I was like, she was basically, she's challenging me now. I'm going to have to. Ooh, I like it. There's a little, so our next accountability update. Yeah. And that's not really a relationship thing. That's just like. No, this that's good. I, I know. That, that's, <laughs> well, it forces you something to, out of your comfort zone, right? I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of a follow on from the gym wifey thing. I've been having fun at the gym though. Good. A lot of fun. Like I've actually been talking to some people I haven't talked to. Not like with any intent to. Like just friends just, yeah just friends I'm there Being so friendly. damn much I'm like there's one there's one guy that's there in the afternoon when I'm doing cardio and sorry for talking so much we're going to get on to some of your stuff here in a minute there's one guy now he's got to be 350 maybe even higher than that in terms of poundage he's probably in his 50s and he's in the Dang. sauna and got to talking to him and like ripped or big boy no, like a chunky like, man I'm talking like a he's, like he's overweight horribly obese okay so he's got a nutritionalist, he's eating properly, he's there every day. Yesterday he was actually sitting in the locker room and he was almost falling asleep and we talked a little bit. But I don't know if I should say it like this. I'm almost um, looking at him like a, like a project almost because he's, he's kind of down on himself. So every day I'm trying to say something positive to him, like help him through it because he's really not seen any results yet. Hmm. So he's about a month or so in and he's really sticking to it and he's eating properly, he's logging what he's eating. And just I try and go out of my way to go say hi to him, ask him yeah, what he's doing. Usually a month in you're gonna see something. Yeah. Well he's um he's I think he's losing inches but his weight's pretty steady, which is quite common as you know. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's just I'm trying to not necessarily be an accountability buddy for him, but every day I'll I'll make sure I say something to him, whether it's positive or well, I think you know he's, he's and he's a big man. Yeah, well, yeah. And he'll get there. But I think what you're doing is cool because it's like sometimes people just need a smile or some little positivity just to get them through the next little bit, right? To yep. get that to get that over that little hump. So uh, I think that's what we talked about before: motivation, you know, versus you know grit or whatever you want to call it it's yeah. like i think it's like that's that's that little pop of motivation that they need to to move forward just temporary motivation well but the thought cool. in my Good head is think how many people walk by him and think he's huge yeah and it's like, but he's no, there he's you know showing what? exactly up. he's there he's doing something and doing what he needs to do to get better and i'm going to say almost but it almost makes me feel bad about some of the people i've made fun of in the past but i think and I've said this, I think there's a differentiation between people that are truly trying hard and people that truly deserve to be made fun of at the gym. <laughs> and I sound like an asshole. Well, and and I'll say this, it's not the people that are like overweight yeah, or anything exactly. like that. It's usually the people who are ripped out of their mind with their yeah. milk jug and their nipples hanging out each side of their tank top that are freaking <laughs> the ones that need to be made fun yeah, of. Talking about guys, right? Yes, we're talking about guys. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually, I didn't get the memo about bro tank day the other day at the gym. I felt like an absolute outcast. I don't, I'm more of a... Thank God you didn't get the memo. Yeah, I'm more of a cover-up kind of guy. I don't... Oh, we. I have a picture for you. Oh, God. And I'll tell you about this last week, Memorial Day weekend. It was a fun time. So we were going to go bike the Hiawatha Trail, right? 
And so we're going with Jake and Jamie. Lauren and I are from my office. We're driving out there. We get out there and we get over the pass. Uh, so it's about a two-hour drive from Spokane from those of you that aren't uh, familiar with the area. And we get over the pass heading towards Kellogg. And it's dumping, and there's lightning that's in the forecast. And we're like, I'm not putting, I'm not getting up on a freaking I beam bridge riding across <laughs> some of those valleys with lightning, right? On a bike. Yeah, I'm on a rubber, but I'm, I'm good, right? So we're like, you know what? There's a water park right here. Let's just go to the water park instead. Mm-hmm. So we go to Walmart because none of us brought swimming. Well, that's not true. Lauren brought a swimming suit because we were going out to the lake afterwards. But so we get go to Walmart and Jake and I, since it's Memorial Day weekend, mm-hmm. get matching swimsuits, the American flag matching swimsuits and matching Speedo? tank tops. No, just a short inseam. <laughs> <laughs> There's a picture of it. Maybe if we're lucky, we'll post it online. Oh, please don't. <laughs> Jake, Jake would hate it, too. I never um, want to see that. But it is so free. We had so much fun. And then oh, yeah. we went bar hopping in Wallace. And then the next day, it was nice. So we rode the Hiawatha Trail, which if you haven't, by the way, great ride. Pretty much anyone can do that ride. I know Steven hasn't. We got to get you out there sometime. Uh, it's all downhill. I know, for the love. but it's... I mean, you pedal. You got to pedal. Your yeah. butt's sore by the end of it from sitting on the seat. Not, not backwood stuff sore. But. Yeah. No, I like the idea of being on a bike in the gym because I can watch TV. Yeah, somebody's banging on our wall. Somebody's banging on the walls. I don't think they like us. Mm, we must be making too much noise. I think need to sound dead in this place a little more. I, I feel like so. a Chilean miner in here, though. It's so warm and I can't <laughs> wait for them to put it. You remember when they were all trapped and it was like I 100 was like, degrees? That's <laughs> why <laughs> so I was like, is that really? You really are a bad joke. <laughs> they all survived. Oh, they got I out. Yeah, it was a happy ending. Good. Okay, Stephen. So I have something to add. We did our our book podcast, kind of where we were gonna. I guess hasn't been released yet. You said. Yep. But we have this podcast coming out, which is kind of our five top books. Stephen doesn't know how to stick to five things, and he's an overachiever and put down like seven of them. And so, but I'm in the middle of reading a book right now, which I find really interesting and humorous at the same time. And so it keeps my attention. And it's called the subtle art of not giving a fuck. It's not what you thought it was going to be, is it? Yes and no. It wasn't as values-based as I... Th- I mean, it's more values-based than I thought it was going to be. Like, the first half, it's really entertaining. It's just, like, this guy who doesn't care, it seems, you know? And he's just, like... You, oh, you almost get this idea of a lazy bum, kind of, and just going to do the things that fulfill him, almost selfish in a way. Nope. But then it totally reverts, and you're like, what the heck? Now it's in values and deep, you know... Uh, deeper meaning to you as an individual and doing those things that really bring you value in life. But one of the stories that I really cut out of it, and I'll I'll share it here, because I think it's just a good example overall of redefining values and where you find meaning in life, was uh, the story of Pete Best, the the fifth Beatle. The fifth Beatle. The fifth Beatle. And what was their first album, Stephen? Love Me Do. (laughs) (laughs) Also, this is like deja vu because we just had to re-record this sect of of our podcast because it went bye bye on the on audacity. You didn't remember Pete Best's name or know the first album the first I time around. Knew his last name was Best. <laughs> you dick. God, it's hot in here. So. The story, though, as it goes, for the Beatles, you know, in the 1960s, they signed their first record label. Pete Best is see he the he's the guitar, uh, drummer. Right? You tell me? Yes, he's the drummer. God, I hate you so much right now. (laughs) Pete Best was the drummer. A lot of them said he was the best looking Beatle. 
He was the one with the girlfriend. He was the one that didn't smoke, didn't drink, had his life really in order. And prior to coming out, you are such a jerk and quit laughing. And prior to coming out with their first record deal, though they were signed, uh, three, the three Beatles, obviously, that weren't Pete, decided they went to their manager and said, hey, we want Pete out of the band. So before the first record gets released and six months after that, they go basically national superstars. Pete's out. Pete spirals into a big depression. Uh, tries to commit suicide within. This is all within like the two years following his being ousted from the Beatles, and uh, tries to commit suicide and just basically lost sap. But they did an interview. I can't remember who they are. Some media outlet did an interview with Pete uh, in the two thousands. I couldn't tell you the exact date. It was mid two thousands, and. They asked him basically any regrets, anything you would have done differently, anything, you know, th- that whole thing. And he said, you know what, really being kicked out of the Beatles was one of the best things that's ever happened to me because that led me to my wife, which led me to having children with my wife, really, who, who are now awesome people contributing to society. And I couldn't imagine anything different, right? So, this idea of, hey, you were going to be a super rock star millionaire. And to most people, that sounds really cool. But to this guy, his his, his traditional value is more so th- uh, than money, mm-hmm. fame, and fortune. And to me, that was kind of cool. I was like, man, it's really because you think about it. It's not really more money that's going to matter at the end of the day. It's always nice. Really, you have to have you want your basic needs met. And this is coming from a guy who works in finance with multimillionaires every day. <laughs> is you want you need your basic needs met: food, shelter, and. Uh, Healthcare, those types of things, but past that, so I'm intrigued. So I love that book. It yeah. never made my list. It's um, you saw it's in my uh, my Audible app. Yeah, I didn't see that, but okay. But I would ask you: was it a recommendation, or did you pick it up in a store, or somebody give it, it as a was gift? A recommendation from? from a friend. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, it wasn't what I was expecting. I think a lot of people read it, and it's not what they were expecting. What were you expecting it to be? Most, I didn't expect the values that were in there, to be honest. Yeah, I also love that it made you swear on our podcast with the F word for the first time. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, glad to make you smile, Stephen. Yeah, I'm not the only one that swears a lot now. But no, good podcast, or good, uh, excuse me, podcast. Good podcast. That's us. We have a good podcast. Well, this is... um, But the book, good book. It leads in real well to something I had on my list that I want to talk about. I want to talk about self-talk. Interesting. And I want to talk about self-talk for the simple reason that mine probably hasn't been good for the last month or so. I beat myself up a lot the last month. And I think there's a difference between being frank or blunt with yourself and sort of a lot of the self-help books are like, hey, you have to be honest with yourself. Yeah. And sort of creating a a false dialect that you know you're not good enough or you're not um, yeah. mm-hmm. you're not doing enough or you're that does because that, that re- exactly relates to this yeah. book yeah I think I've been really really getting back to to some simple things so my daily routine was way off I was going to the gym later I was staying up later I was not doing the things that um you know, a lot of a lot of people talk affirmations and journaling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I sometimes do that stuff. Other times I don't. I think just staying positive when stuff isn't going your way. You know, I think also reminding yourself that regardless, I mean, we live in Spokane, Washington, mm-hmm. in a 
when you look around and see some of what other people are dealing with versus what we deal with on a daily basis, I think it's always you always have to put it into perspective and think we have a lot more positive in our lives than we ever do negative. Comparison is a the thief more. of joy, right? Yeah. It's like as soon as we start, I have to remind myself that a lot. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I really don't. I'm, I don't care for things or stuff or. You know, I'm an experienced person and I'm like, why am I getting down on myself for anything right now? Shit's good. And it's not a constant thing. It really isn't. It's just every now and again, I think sometimes stuff creeps in. And where it started creeping in was I was getting frustrated at the gym. I was getting frustrated because I couldn't lift as much as I wanted to lift, as much as I have lifted. (laughs) And it all comes back to nutrition and goals and this is kind of where I'm at right now and this again segues back into something that I wanted to talk about anyway it's kind of a conundrum just now so if I create a caloric deficit I lose weight yep but if I create a caloric deficit and lose weight I can't lift the weights I want to lift so I have to sacrifice short term in terms of what I can lift in order to get to the to weight try and goal get rid of the and fat. get You're as trim as I want to get and then I can up the weights again and get stronger and add muscle mass. But I'm like, no, but I, I really don't enjoy when I try and put weights up and I can only do it by five instead of by 10 or by three instead of by five. And it's kind So you of feel a, like you're going backwards by going forwards in another area. Yeah, so this was about three weeks ago. I was having this sort of negative self-talk about myself. Like, why the hell can I lift this? Like, what's, and, you know, everything is derivative i think in fitness of nutrition mm-hmm. if you're not if you're not resting properly early and all that stuff i wasn't resting and recovering sleep's so important and i really didn't give a shit what i was eating for a few weeks there mm-hmm. and you know i don't believe in macros counting unless you're really trying to get granular with your goals but i do believe in calorie counting so i'm back on that sort of making sure i've got the fuel i need to to lift and do the things i want to do So what I did was about two weeks ago, I turned it into a fun game. So what I'm doing is, have you heard of Whole30? Mm -hmm. So I'm not doing Whole30, but I'm kind of taking a Whole30 approach. half 30. No, it's not like a 30-day thing. What I'm doing is I'm really playing with nutrition. So I'll add something in or I'll take something out. I'm trying to see. And I'm playing with my energy levels. I'm kind of going all Ben Greenfield without injecting myself with stem cells, which I watched a video of this morning, by the way. He's a Spokane guy, if you don't know who he is, and he's hmm. kind of experimenting on himself with all kinds of fitness biohacks. And so I'm kind of going somewhat Ben Greenfield in that I'm watching my nutrition, taking in different proteins and, you know, adding grains and different things and seeing if I feel better or worse, stronger, weaker, yeah, what I'm able like to it, do. Okay. My, so I'm just playing around and having some fun with it just now because I have goals and I'm so close to them. It's like my, my weight's steady. I'm not gaining, I'm not losing. I was like, yeah, let's have some fun for a little bit. So I turned it into a positive. I like Let, it. Let's, let's experiment and have fun. See if something can be the catalyst to get you where you wanted to go to. Yeah. Where are you at with fitness? I know you finally got a plan from yeah, the trainer. Yeah, finally got a plan from the trainer. Uh, they'd been kind of, there was basically a week and a half or two weeks where him and I couldn't sync schedule together. He, his schedule and my schedule just don't fit very well is what it comes down to. But luckily we found... Why don't you work with one of the pretty girls? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> well, we found... Two, uh, I'll two, come train with you. Two days of... Yeah, <laughs> you, you leech. We found two days a week. 
<laughs> Took you a second, didn't it? Yeah. A leech. A leech. Uh, two days a week, basically, that's going to work in a schedule for each of us to get in there, get educated on the things that he wants me to do from a training schedule standpoint. Some of it's similar as far as, far as timing goes with when I'm going to work out as to what I was doing before. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, gym. Tuesday, Thursday, cardio. Um, I guess more cardio. He, he wants me to do cardio in addition to the weightlifting on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then over you the weekend... You always were supposed to be doing that. There was hit sessions. Yeah, I never did those. just never did it. Yeah, I just never did those. So you don't listen to your trainers even when it's me. Yeah, I know. And I don't listen to him fully either, so and I pay him. And uh, then on the weekends, <laughs> I'm going to go biking or skiing or something like that, right? So just, just something physical. Again, it's all balance. I'm not trying to kill myself. I, my whole thing is like it, it has to be something I can actually do long term so mm-hmm. if he's trying to get me to do something that's outside of whatever I'm like some other stuff like yeah you can't have a drink I'm like <laughs> I'm in finance like we go to happy hours like that's how this stuff works that's how we get clients that's how we interact like if you're going to tell me I can't do some of these stuff you might as well tell me go find a new job yeah. so some of it's unrealistic so if we go back a couple of accountability updates ago when you mentioned that you were going to go with this trainer and get a nutrition plan and everything I want you to just remember what I said. Do you do you know why I was skeptical? Because you, you were it? a skeptic at heart. Glass is half That's empty. That's not true. <laughs> I am always skeptical of trainers, nutritionists, anybody who wants someone to do something that is so far outside their comfort zone that it's not sustainable. He wants you to not drink. He wants you to work out more than you've already said. Hey, I'm willing to do this. Yeah. So I always get back to the kinds of trainers that are here. Where you're going to eat chicken, rice, asparagus, and broccoli. Yeah, that's not sustainable. Yeah. It's not sustainable. And what they do is they take people that are coming from a certain lifestyle. And the problem is it creates this false narrative that this is the only way to do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When it's, it's not, not the only way to do it. But it's also what it does is it makes people doubt themselves. Because then people are like, oh, you just don't have willpower. You just don't have any kind of, uh, you know, you're not you're not that kind of person. You can't do this because you're you're weak and you're not weak. Well, you know what I've noticed about, about trainers habit. with those trainers, and I mean, I'm, this is a blanket statement, so this I'm, I can't say this applies to all of them, but for those who I have had exposure to, a lot of their life is centered around gym and training and taking selfies of themselves. And I know Steve and I have taken selfies, but it's like these guys, they're in the gym all day. I asked my trainer, I was like, do you go out and have a beer with your friend? No, not really. I'm like, well, what do you do? Well, I just, I'm at the gym and I'm working out. It's like that they don't have kids. Mm-hmm. They're not married and they're, this is their job and this is their life. So it's like, well, that's pretty easy to, to work out two hours a day. When you're when you have nothing else going on outside of life, you don't have a, a career outside of working out. You don't have a wife. You don't have kids. And I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying you chose to spend your time very differently than I did. And uh, with trainers, with business coaches, with people that give me advice, with all of it, honestly, I always say I'm like I am happy to listen to your advice. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to take a hybrid approach. The value that I see out of it and apply it to my own life. So that's always been how I operate. So even with this trainer, I never expected to follow their plan 100% just because I, I mean, I didn't Mm -hmm. follow your plan 100%. I came in and told you I'm going to modify it and do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, right? Well, we modified it together though. Yeah. But I take things that I see value in and then I will modify it to actually fit my lifestyle and my schedule and make it work. It's funny because I actually posted about this on the social media today. I 
fucking hate. I just swore. That's how how much I despise food prep. Love to cook. Oh yeah, I saw you do. Yeah. Love prepping, to cook. Prepping some food. I hate eating out a fucking plastic dish. <laughs> Three days after I made it. You can put it on a plate. What kind of life is that? I don't care what sauce you add. I don't care. You know what you're making. Any food that's three days old does not taste good. <laughs> I Have hate you had it. spaghetti? I would much rather Spaghetti's pretty good count my calories, over. eat out, make something fresh. All this, I think, so again, the false narrative is that in order to get in shape, lose weight, be any kind of fitness um, or have any kind of level of fitness, that every Sunday you have to take three hours, make chicken, rice, broccoli, asparagus, all the shit that no. nobody really wants to eat no. every day. The only thing you can add to it is hot sauce. Every now and again, you can have a handful of almonds. Whatever kind of nuts it is, right? <laughs> we said nuts. Um, <laughs> These nuts. <laughs> but that's the narrative. And it's and you have to go to the gym at these times. And you have to do extra cardio. And it's like, look, Again, all, all of that stuff helps. Yeah. And if you can do that, my hat comes off to you. But I do not want to eat a plastic dish with a fork that is plastic, cold, whatever, wherever you are. You want to see my second to last thing that I wanted to talk about? Nutrition is always going to be a balance for me. I love it. So we probably can bring, I mean, for it, me it, too. It just, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, what I, I was just showing Stephen something on my phone. One of the key points I want to talk about today was nutrition, how it's always going to be a balance. Cheeseburgers will always be a part yeah. of my life. These guys are like, well, you just, you, you don't eat that stuff. It's like, well, I want to. <laughs> And I'm going to. Look, if you're in a caloric deficit for six days out of seven, and yeah. the next day you go over by 200 calories because you had a cheeseburger. Totally. It's not going to derail well, you, you. And you know what? I've kind of d- decided and I've talked about, and I think I mentioned it to you, and it's probably something similar to you do. It's like you go through stints where you're you're good, right? And during the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, for the most part, it's like, oh, I'm going to eat really healthy. I'm not mm-hmm. going to eat garbage. I'm going to have salads, you know. I'm not going to have for the fries when I go out. I'll get a side salad or something. And you don't have a bunch of booze or anything like that. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I'm doing and being smart about it during the week. And then on the weekends, it's like, I can let loose a little. I'm still going to watch how much I drink and which kind of food I'm eating. But if there's a cookie, I'm going to have the cookie. I'm just saying that if there's 30 days in a month and you're good for 28 of those 30 days, yeah, you're in good shape. You're going to see positive results, right? Yeah. So it's just, it's all about balance and it's all about sustainability. And I think the fitness industry has so much bullshit in it. You've got people preaching intermittent fasting versus normal fasting. And I told just you, do I, something I fast one day, a, one day a week, but I do it be, just because. I don't do it expecting magnificent results. You've got people that are preaching, um, you have to do hit cardio because it burns more calories. And it's like, well, of course it does because you're frigging doing burpees and sprints Mm -hmm. for a short amount of time but if i do 300 calories on a bike and you do 300 calories in 10 minutes it might take me an hour to do it on the bike or half an hour to do it on the bike and you get it done in 10 minutes but it's still 300 fucking calories you've got a lot of efforts yeah just the fitness industry has gone to shit and there's so much bullshit there's so much lying do you think any of it has to do with social media yeah yeah and it so swear to god you just showed me your phone what does that one say Self-talk? Influencers. Oh, influencers. You're thinking, yeah. I'm like, what are you putting? There's so many people online selling horse shit. Oh, yeah. Not just, but I mean, I want to I want to have some influence, influencers come this on and interview. This goes back to my book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving yeah. a Flying. 
You added the fly in. Fly in fornication. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just choked there too. That's that's an appropriate F word. Fornication. Fornication. Or flying. Don't give a flying fornication. <laughs> so, but what I'm, I guess, where I'm going with this is that we see people on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, doing these things, right, and selling personalized nutrition plans Mm -hmm. personalized training over the freaking over the freaking internet freaking freaking fracking yeah over the freaking internet and it's like well how is that personal training when you're in florida and they're in washington (laughs) it's not it's in personal training we have a video call once a month and it's like yeah but there's eight other people on it and look i don't want to take anybody's living away i think it's great that those entrepreneurs are doing that if it works for some people so it it. does work for some people but when you're giving someone that generic chicken rice broccoli nonsense yeah three days a week you're going to do leg day and oh you know what you're going to do hit cardio you're going to i mean like i said i come back to james smith pt a lot He's very negative, but he's an influencer in and of himself. But what I want to do is I want to talk about influencers in general. There's so many people making money on the internet in non-traditional ways. I think we need to have a bunch of them come on and talk to us and learn from them and see what they're doing, how they're doing it. And quite frankly, if we think it's bullshit, call them out on it. Maybe not in an aggressive way, but no. ask really, really probing well, questions. Well, it creates good dialogue. Yeah. So influencers was on my list, and I just think that I don't know how we got to this. Like sometimes we talk, and I have no idea what. Uh, like but we're hitting all of our points. Really, is the are. funny part. We're all coming back to the same points. But um, so let's uh, let's transition a little bit. I just wanted to say something, and it's something important. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm looking forward to summer. Oh, it's already summer. It's nice out. It's 80 degrees. I'm ready for the lake. I took a scooter ride around town to do some work errands earlier. It was awesome. I paid for parking a little lime scooter. All day. Oh, yeah. Got on the lime scooter. Went to go and combat sh- your tickets, your parking tickets. That's that what I did, had. yeah. How did yeah. you know that? Did I tell you? Yeah, you told oh. me right before we walked in here. So <laughs> let's. So the city of Spokane has this um, parking app, which I always use because I rarely have change on me, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm downtown a lot. So I use the parking app and I still get freaking tickets from people. So I come back and I look at the app and I'm like, yeah, it says I'm good and it's the right zone, but I still get a parking ticket. So I went into City Hall and the lady gave me the parking supervisor's phone number, which I'm really excited about because I get You're to call You're going to go up. And Ask her to go for a scooter ride. So this you. is probably the fourth time it's happened in the last six or seven weeks. Yeah. And I'm like, look, am I doing something wrong? And she was looking, she's like, nope, the license plate's right, the zone's right, the time's right. You've got an hour left. Yeah, I'm going to have some fun with it. But yeah, we uh, we have lime scooters back in Spokane, and it's a lot of I'm fun. I'm glad to see it, yeah. We're like moving up in the world. Yeah. It's no longer Spokane. So there's geo, um, they're, they're controlled, GPS though. Yeah. So I went through Riverfront Park, and I went from, like, I went from like 15 miles an hour, and I nearly went over the front of it when it slowed down. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> That's why they want you to wear a helmet. Well, if they didn't slow me down when I was flying, I wasn't going to hit anybody. <laughs> I was like, why did I just... Like, I thought the battery was going down. Or... You go, oh, so another thing. It's May, end of May right now. We're going to be going into June. Have you traveled out of the state this month? Mm, I've been in Idaho, but I haven't done an overnight. Work didn't there. count. Um, Work driving didn't count. So I'll go up to the lake place on Thursday night and spend the night just because. 
that'll count, right? Uh, to be fair, an Arizona trip kind of got taken out of the. That's true. You the, were going to uh, go. It was planned. That's right. That's um, right. Had to so do. Maybe maybe we'll let that slide then this month. Yeah. And we'll say the lake a night at the lake will count. So what's your June trip? Good question. I I I'm due a, a trip to Portland. I looked at going to so our buddy Adrian yeah. is in Milwaukee. You know I love Wisconsin. Yep. A lot of time. Yeah. Um, I also I, I'm so traveling. It's not out of state, but I am going to Eric Church for two nights at the Gorge. Does that count as traveling and being an overnight? I think that might count because didn't we say two two and a half hours or something like yeah. that? Yeah. So, so. Um, that's about two and a half. Isaac hours. and I have a trailer. Oh, that's Buttercup. right. We've been working on it hard. Started putting the ceiling on it the other day. Putting insulation back it's called in. Buttercup. Let's just stop right there. For yeah, a we second. called it Buttercup. Two dudes are sleeping in a trailer called Buttercup at yep, the Gorge. And I'm perfectly comfortable with it. Is he the big spoon or the little spoon? I won't have to share a bed with him, thankfully. <laughs> but no, this Good, thing... is a big enough trailer. I, I might share some pictures on our social media. Oh, uh, let's not. It was... Uh, let's no, I mean... Oh, of the, the trailer. trailer. Okay. Like, it was a shambles at first, and you should see it now. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, we're, we're assembling it. I do want to see that. Um, he was up there today. He does a lot of work through the week. I go over on weekends and do sort of dirty work. Like, I had to get all the... Demo Here, here's a word for you. I had to get all the linoleum. The lino off the floor. Yeah. Um, linoleum? What's wrong with that word? There was like four layers of it. It was filthy. I really? had to chisel stuff off. Like it took a while. Um, so let's transition from that, okay. from Buttercup. From Buttercup? To business. Okay. We both had a pretty good month, I think. Yeah. You think? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what I wanted to start it off with is just, I know, and I had said it throughout all the last podcasts, and, it, and you reassured me a lot of the time too. Is like I had said, it's like just keep doing positive things, right? I'm just like I'm just going to keep doing the actions I know to bear fruit, and know that I can't control the time when the fruit comes. <laughs> and so the fruit has cometh. People are signing. <laughs> I am on track. I'm actually ahead of my goals for the year with the commitments that I have which is awesome, so hopefully I can keep that uh, on, but stoked to have that happen just in the last few, uh, in the last few weeks, really. I had one guy who I had worked on probably for a year and a half, two years, that was silent, unresponsive to me for five months, and then randomly called me up and said, uh, okay, we're ready to sign. There you go. Seven-figure account. That's the key. It, but just those positive actions we, and in the office we talk about it's like a lot of the time you just have to put positivity out into the world and just keep doing it and you just got to believe that in time it's going to happen it's going to come back and Steven has something that he's tapping on his phone that he's very excited about the proximity, proximity principle. principle boom let's hear know, it do you know what the proximity I'm going to guess that's what I just said it's exactly what you just <laughs> said it's something that's been Really, really prevalent. And I think that's what thinking. we're trying to do. Yeah. But Even with this podcast a little bit. So I don't know how this is going to do anything. I know every now and again you'll listen to other podcasts, not as mm-hmm. often as I do. No. Um, but like the Entree music. Leadership. Yeah, that's what um, So the guy that hosts it, and why can't I think of his name? Gary, 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 Gary. Is it Gary or is it? Anyway, the guy that hosts the Entree Leadership <laughs> I don't think podcast. think it's Gary. Um, Ken Coleman. Ken Coleman, there it is. Look at you remembering something that I didn't. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Ben just gave me the finger on them. Anybody that can't see. That's all of you, by the way. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Ken Coleman wrote a book about it, Proximity Principle. No and kidding. The Proximity Principle is very simple. So hmm. Let's hear it. If I say to you, 
what do you want to be when you grow up? Or you're 20 years old, what do you want to do for a living? I want to make movies, so I'm going to run away to Hollywood and that's where you make movies. Yeah. Well, that's not the case anymore, right? The proximity principle basically preaches that you just have to surround yourself with people who have similar interests, similar values, are moving in the same circles that you want to be in. So if we look at Spokane for that exact example, there's probably 20 production companies in Spokane, people that are producing videos, whether it be for a church. There's two of them right here in fellow co-working that make video content, make social media content. They're making movies. You can get experience now by surrounding yourself with people like that. The proximity principle is important, but it ties into what we do for a living because we surround ourselves with business owners, with people who are who have disposable income, with mm-hmm. people who are doing positive things mm-hmm. in the world and trying to get positive things come back to them, right? If you if you just do a quick search for the proximity principle, the book's wonderful. I've read it and listened to it. And that that concept in and of itself is exactly what you just talked about. Put good out, surround yourself with good. In the old um the old way of sort of talking about this was that you're the sum of the five people that you surround yourself with yep. the most. Yep. And there's some truth to that. But, I think there is. Well, there's tons of truth to it, I guess. But this is beyond that. This is for your hopes and your dreams and your aspirations. Surround yourself with people that can influence how you achieve that. Yeah. Not in a negative way. You're not trying to use people. You're always trying to give back, right? You're trying to help them too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, proximity. And I'll add to that, though. It's like those five people too share you said that your hopes and dreams you know they can feed like when you share that stuff with people if they're true friends they want to feed mm-hmm. into those hopes and dreams and they want to play a role in helping you get there it's like what's funny is people actually want to see you succeed for the most part there yeah. are certainly people out there that you succeed and they're like god dang it like i hope they don't get that because that's gonna mm-hmm. put pressure on me but that's positive pressure that that person needs well and you succeeding puts pressure on me to do better too, right? Yeah. So that's why it's like if you're the some of the five people you're around, be around successful people who push themselves outside their comfort zone because it's going to force you to be like, oh crud! If you go cliff jumping and you're the only person that doesn't jump off the cliff into the lake, right? Because if thirty feet down, it's scary. Yeah, you're going to feel like you're a pussy. I'd, I'd mouth that you said it. I like it. Um, so yeah, that that concept in general is just so so important don't ask me to go cliff jumping by the way anymore please people you won't do it (laughs) i dare you steven let's let's go cliff jumping i'll do it i was out at tubs hill on sunday and wanted to i went cliff jumping there's one at on long lake 51 feet somebody measured it let's do it i'm not jumping off that one i'm not stupid enough to jump off that one again i freaking jumped off of it (laughs) and i I, I don't know if you looked at my butt but i have a big butt and why in the name of everything <laughs> holy would I look at your butt? Because it sounded good on a podcast. <laughs> but so I jump, you know, and I'm like, I'm going to pencil dive this because that's how you do that, right? Because you get the feet in first. Oh, my butt took over and I fold, like folded like a pancake. Butt hits the water first and it just whiplashes me. And I'm like, well, I'm not jumping off any 50 foot cliffs anytime soon again. Okay. I would have done it. I'll still do it. I dare you. Because I'm in control of that. Because um, I'm in control of that. Here's a concept for you. And I brought this up. So I think I mentioned to you that I got some recognition on a call I was on this morning, like a national call. Yeah, a um, digital like pat on the back. All hands calls. Basically, what I was talking about was a concept that I've always believed in from 
previous we talked to Mark Smith I've always believed yeah. in the soccer world that it's okay for youth soccer clubs to collaborate Monday through Friday and compete on the weekends oh yeah right so it's like look well it makes everybody better yeah but we're all trying to create this environment for kids where they can develop talents values but yet we're not willing to share what we're doing that's successful uh, yeah. and what we're doing that's unsuccessful. Everybody's trying to create this little secret cult, if you like. Shh, don't tell like, them. This is how we do it. Don't tell anybody. Because now their kids are getting scholarships and stuff. So one of the things I like to do, and it really messes with people, is I reach out to competitors all the time, whether they're banks or independent sales organizations that resell other people's platforms in my industry. And I'm like, hey, let's sit down and talk. Mm-hmm. Let's talk shop. What do you get? Probably eight out of ten respond negatively, like, "No, you're a competitor. I'm not talking to you. You're trying to recruit me." Mm-hmm. And invariably, if they're good people, I do Why want to not? recruit them to yeah. Ireland, right? That's not the intention. The intention for me is let's collaborate. Let's make sure that you're offering a service that's the best for everybody, and I'm offering a service that's best for everybody. And if if I don't tick the boxes, I'm happy to refer business to you if you're a good person. Yeah, and if you don't tick the boxes, reach out to me, say, hey, I can't board this merchant because of X, Y, and Z, and I know you have a solution. So... Well, that's going to demonstrate intense value. I want to ask you... Ooh, ask away. When was the last time you sat down and had a beer or a coffee with a financial advisor from oh, a different I do firm? It. I do it a lot. You do? Mm-hmm. Do you think I'm it's weird. commonplace in your, in your... No, it's not. And but I always, and I always kick it off with just saying, hey, just wanted to... You know, we're trying to create com- camaraderie amongst mm-hmm. most other advisors in town because you really don't know what the future holds, right? It and could you be recruiting. definitely don't want to bad mouth other There's companies. There's people that do think no, and because I mean, a lot of these companies have been around a long time and they do good work. It's just different than us, mm-hmm. and some people don't align with the work we do, and some of them are going to align better with something that. Uh, I mean, there's a. I do have a handful basically that mm, good. Uh, I, I sit down with repeatedly, actually. That's funny because I, I wasn't sure what your answer was going to be. I was hoping it was that. Yeah. But the reason that we talked about com- competition and collaboration on this call was the, the vision, right, that we have. We talk about competition and collaboration. And we have some reps, admittedly, that want to keep what they're doing a success and why they're being successful a secret. Mm. And I'm like, no, come on, sit down. I'll show you what I did year one versus year five. Yeah. And I'll show you a pathway of how you can get to year five, where I am now, and not work as hard. But you have to work your ass off year one, year two gets a little less, and you're building your yeah. your, your pathways mm-hmm. and, your, and your, um, your network and everything like that, your referral sources. But what I found was <clears throat> that when I talked about this, I probably got six or seven emails from people all over the country emailing me and saying, hey, thanks for bringing that up. I'm going to reach out to a rookie today and offer to help them. Sweet. And I do it. I mean, I spent all day with a rookie yesterday. Tomorrow I'm spending the day with a veteran of our industry, but she's new to our company. Oh. And the thinking there is... She's probably got something you can learn. I want everybody that she touches for however long she's with our company to get the same experience as if they're working with me or another veteran. Somebody that... The Heartland name is very important to me. But I think if you're not collaborating with people in your office, if you're not collaborating with people in your industry, don't always look at competition as a bad thing. It's not. Collaborate and compete, and mm-hmm. that's okay. Agreed. So that's why I brought that up. No, it's 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 totally true. I mean, 
Well, and don't be so naive to think that you're the best and, and you're only going to ever speak into your rookies. Your rookies might be somebody who teaches you something. I'm learning from them as well. That's the yeah. beauty of it. So you're going to learn a lot. I've learned, I mean, so I've learned that I learn a lot more than I actually probably give to those people. So yesterday, you know, I was in Sandpoint, Idaho. I actually was humbled in a good way. Yeah. Because businesses that I had been calling on and wasn't able to get any traction with this guy I was with yesterday who's a brand new rookie to the industry has experience in selling yeah very good very dynamic he has personal relationships with people that are decision makers at those businesses so I had to eat a humble pie and help him set appointments that you've been trying to get in with I can get compensated on it I can get what we call a, a territory manager override yeah I don't want it I'm just like no I'm going to help you because now you've seen how I do things because he's, he's pretty green behind the ears. He got to see how I do things. He got to see how I treat customers. He got to see um, some of the, I don't want to say talk tracks because everything's unique. I never mm-hmm. treat two people yeah, the same. Yeah, there's no box that just fits everybody. But he saw questions I asked, how I responded to their answers. And I just think that if we're not doing that, if you don't go out and see how Jake does stuff and see how Tim mm-hmm. does stuff, then you're not learning and you're getting left behind, right? You, no. you think, you think you've arrived. that's we need to do more. It's hard in ours, especially, because mm-hmm. it's obviously incredibly private, the stuff that people are talking about in our meetings. <laughs> yeah. So it's hard to, to be like, hey, Ben's going to sit in in the corner over here and just awkwardly listen in every once in a while. But it is something that we need to, to get better at, I'll say. So that was one of his hang-ups yesterday, this rookie. So we went I, I obviously have a partner up there in Sandpoint one of the banks mm-hmm. and we grabbed Danielle the, the personal banker there who deals with only business accounts and I said she's going to come with us we're going to introduce her to everybody as well and he was like we're going to walk in and business is three deep and I was like absolutely he's like I don't like that that makes me uncomfortable and I said well go with it I'm the boss today Be uncomfortable. we're going to do it and I told him that I said look you're going to be uncomfortable but you're going to see that there's a dynamic here Danielle's a local she knows everybody in the in the town if she doesn't her husband knows him and watch how many doors that opens for us and he just he learned a different dynamic mm-hmm. I'm mm. walking in a sandpoint I know some people I can name drop some of the businesses I work with I'm like yeah you know and I won't name any now but yeah I work with XYZ business down the street that resonates a little bit but when Danielle walks in and asks how someone's father-in-law is doing because he's been in hospital yeah instant credibility because totally. we're with her right so it was kind of showing him hey yeah. don't be too ashamed to, to lean on things that you might you might not well even. that is even big i mean the lended trust mm-hmm. her trust that she can lend to you guys too when she comes in and be like oh well they're friends of danielle's they're probably good people yeah that lended trust i mean that you break down multiple meetings of having to get together and try to sell people to put up well tell me what you're doing yeah we could use that actually let's give them a shot Yep. That shortens your sales cycle by a lot. Exactly. <laughs> and short sales cycles are the best kind. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk accountability. You've got your... Yeah, we'll talk accountability and then wrap it up. You, I'm sweating like you have stuff. your... Uh, why, can't I, why can't I think of the word? You have your training program now. Have my you have your nutrition program. plan. Have my nutrition plan. You're going to completely disregard it. <laughs> I'm joking. But you're going to do your own thing you know, loosely, based, loosely based on that. I'm going to take where I see value and apply it to my own. We basically record an accountability update every two weeks. Correct. What do you I was thinking on? about this actually because I was going to bring this up, so thank you yeah. for bringing it up. I, um, I'm, I'm right around that 228, 229 number in terms of weight. Um, so I would like 
to be down to uh, 225 to two, 225, 226. Do you know where you're at inches as well? Because we don't want to just focus on the weight. Um, it's written down. I'd have to look. Okay, good. I don't I know it off the top of my head. But. but you'd like to see progress on both? Yeah, I always like to see progress on All both. All right. And now that you're ahead of your goal, what are you going to do business-wise before we talk again in two weeks? I'm going to continue it because <laughs> Lord knows what could happen in a month or two. Well, you're going to be at the lake here soon, surrounded by a lot of people with money, right? I am going to be at the lake surrounded by people with money uh, and we're in a little community out there so it's kind of isolated but I something I'm, we might think about maybe you can help me with this actually is you know we've got a lot of people like to go to the lake we've got a boat out there I could schedule a Thursday afternoon to take people out on the boat you know Ben's never invited me to the lake by the way that's a lie I'm pretty sure I invited you last summer not once well that's because you were too busy going to the other lake place yeah, that too. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel so sorry for you, boo-hoo. But on a Thursday, it's like getting a group of uh, prospects, people we need to meet, going out on the boat, spending a couple hours, putzing around, you know. I, I mean, I think yeah. that I, I enjoy that stuff, so I'm trying to think of things that I enjoy doing that I think others that might aren't enjoy golf. that aren't necessarily just golf because I'm not good at it, and I don't like doing a lot of something I'm not good at. Yeah. And plus, no one wants to see me try and golf a lot. Right, I just want to give you shots, um, but on that, I do want to call you out a little bit, not in a negative way. Oh my great! Because I've noticed this, and I know that I've got other people that listen who need to hear this. I have zero issue with being third, fifth, seventh, ninth, eleventh wheel. I feel like people literally don't invite some people to things because they're not part of a couple, and I'm like, I don't care. Like, if you're awkward about it, that's one thing, but yeah. I'm certainly not. Like, don't think you can't invite someone somewhere because they're not a couple. Well, I think if they're strong enough in their own, you know, skin, then they're going to be good with it. Dude, I'm hilarious. I will make fun of people and have crack jokes and say inappropriate things. And yeah, I'm pretty good around couples. Um, <laughs> and with that... <laughs> anyway, so... What about you? On the fitness side of things, so I've got the nutrition dialed back in. I'm not doing meal prep. That bullshit. I hate it. I don't okay. want to eat out of plastic. But what about goals as far as weight goals, inches, um, all that stuff? Do so you want to maintain? You I've been, you wanna, so you're trying to trim My up. lowest was 201. Okay. I'm back up to about 205, 206. That's where I'm every now and again it hits 207 if I haven't been to the bathroom yet in the morning. <laughs> I weigh myself first thing in the morning. Okay. And that's why I won't step on the scale at the gym in the afternoon because I know I'm going to be, it's going to give Got a it. heavier number than in the morning. That's the most accurate time. Got it. When you've, your, your temperature's off. regulated, your heart rate's been lower and everything. Anyway, so I'd like to be back to about 200, maybe 198. Okay. In two weeks. Okay. Which is a lofty goal. Write down those goals on that little pad of paper so we remember them for next time. All right, 200. To 198, and you said, did you say 225, 226? 225 or 226. Just within the kind of somewhere around there. Now, that's on the fitness side. I also, um, I think I mentioned this, I've been very much more mobile. Much more mobile? On the soccer field. And I've been doing, we took you out and did some of the a lot more jump rope, a lot more explosiveness training in terms of after I do my cardio, I'll go into the, the basketball court and I'll do some explosives and um, I don't even know, just plyo training. Mm -hmm. So 
it's almost like I'm training for something. I don't like the term workout. I always call it training. Mm. I don't work out and diet. I train and eat. There you go. Boom. That's a quote. I don't I'm, work out and diet. I train and eat. I might have seen it on a meme, but I don't know. Anyway, um, so that's fitness-wise. Business-wise, I really don't know, dude. I am flying. It's like, I'd like to just keep whatever's I, happening, happening. <laughs> I keep finding partners that want to give me business, and I keep getting business and crushing it. And yeah, I want to, I obviously want to continue, Yeah. but I also want more. <laughs> and... You're going to hate this. This is completely not business or fitness related. But I have a real, real desire to try and do the Joe Rogan thing and have video for our podcasts at some point moving forward. So we're going to explore that. We want to be on YouTube as well. I think that's... Because I would... Seriously. Do so we want to sponsor this podcast yet? We're getting good listening numbers. Stop. Stop. <laughs> it's getting expensive. Um... I don't think we're going to have to buy equipment. I have a workaround okay. that I will present to you at some point once I've further down the road with it, or down the road with it. But there's a new fellow space across the way here that's going to be open in a few weeks. Yeah, we're going to have a new podcast pod, if you like, with glass and everything. Uh, we have some really cool guests that I've been trying to line up that I haven't even told Ben about, like Ooh. people that may actually be a little bit famous. I think I probably already do know. No, there's a couple that you don't because I literally spoke to them yesterday. Okay. Cool. And my parking session is going to expire soon. I wonder if I have a ticket already. Ooh. Um, okay. I paid, I paid for eight hours. Wrap it up because I'm getting sweaty still. Yeah, so I want to take the podcast to the next level. Our listening numbers are getting better every freaking week. Our, I think our content's good. I keep getting feedback that it gets better I, and better. I haven't heard anybody say it's not yet, but again, um, they don't tell me to your face. We got always. a lot more criticism in the early ones, I think, yeah. when we were interrupting each other, when sound was maybe patchy, we were recording on phones, we're now recording on a nice setup. And next level for the podcast, I'm not quite sure what that is, but it does involve higher numbers on Instagram, Facebook, all the rest of it. We've got had like a hundred people add on Facebook because I found out I could invite all my friends, by the way. Um, so if you got a, a, an invite on the Facebook, it's because I could hit invite all. And you should do that too. Instagram doesn't let us do that. Instagram's a little funkier. So we're getting organic growth on the Instagram. Um, so the Facebook and the Instagram is going to be really helpful. But the most helpful thing in terms of organic growth for the podcast, what is it, Ben? Word of mouth. Ratings and reviews on Apple. And, and word of mouth. So Apple have created the podcast thing. It is so, so, so unique, the algorithm that they've created. Yeah. If you rate it well on Apple, drives up our it goes everywhere else. We're available on so many different platforms. I can't even name them all. Like, If you can listen to a podcast on it, it pulls from Apple Podcasts. Uh, Apple's also the hardest one to get onto. That's why a lot of podcasts aren't available on there. We've done a lot of work to get there. Tell your friends about it. Like us, rate us, review us. Do what you got to do, even if it's negative. I want the negative feedback as well, if there is negative feedback. And yeah, what you got to say, Ben? Just like, like us. <laughs> like us. Like us on Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> Yeah. Have we got anything else to talk about? No, I think that's good. We've rambled on long enough. You've rambled.
I've been nothing but um, what's the word I'm looking for? Are you rambling right now about not rambling? Yeah, I'm rambling about not rambling. <laughs> that was awesome. There's your humble pie, you dick. <laughs> Everything I say is prophetic. Pathetic? Is that what you said? Yeah, that too. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, okay. I guess until the next time, be good to yourselves and to each other. We just got another like on Instagram as I was talking. Boom. King Kong banging on your chest You could beat the world, you could beat the war You could talk the guy, go banging on his door You can throw your hands up, you can beat the clock You can move a mountain, you can break rocks You could be a master, don't wait for luck Dedicate yourself and you go find yourself Standing in the Hall of Fame And the world's gonna know your name You can run the mile You can walk straight through hell with a smile You could be the hero You could get the gold Breaking all the records They thought never could be broke Yeah, do it for your people Do it for your pride You ain't ever gonna know If you never even try Do it for your country Do it for your name Cause there gonna be a day When you're standing in the hall of fame yeah. And the world's gonna know your name Yeah.